0: Welcome to Hebrew Bible Insights, a podcast about making sense of the Hebrew Bible. I am Matthew Delaney. It has been since April 5th, 2020, that I have talked about the vision and the heart behind what we are doing here at Hebrew Bible Insights. And it is about time for an update on that stuff. And it's actually a perfect time for this because we have quite a few things happening. Like we have the team is growing in fact one of our favorite uh, most popular guests that i've had uh, who i've interviewed on the podcast is actually officially joining as a permanent co-host really excited about that and we talk about the heart behind what we're doing the vision of where we're trying to go and we want to create content that is valuable both for you as well as the people that you influence so any of you who love behind the scenes this is this is your kind of episode where you can just Uh, sit back and listen and we pull back the curtain for you to kind of hear behind the scenes where we're at where we're coming from and what we're trying to do and uh, we also the team's growing we have someone who's helping us with some media stuff which has been great and uh, we also have a website built now hebrewbibleinsights.com where you can go and learn more about us and where you can find us again you can find us on social media facebook Instagram. Uh, we're getting a we're getting a Twitter going as well. You can also find all of our podcasts on not just Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts and all that stuff. but you can also find us with video content on YouTube. So whatever is easiest for you to connect with us, we want to be able to be there for you. So anyway, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Well, Nathan, here we are. Here we are, indeed. Yep, it's great to be back.
1: (laughs) It's it's very good to be back. Enjoy being here. Yep, but uh, in a new way. A new way. Yes. A better way. Yes.
0: Well, I mean, the others were great ways. I don't want to. No. Just in an exciting way. Yeah. I have been, uh, it's been fun for me getting to tell people about how you're joining the team, joining the podcast, but now everyone who listens can finally know <laughs> Nathan French, Nathan French, is joining the podcast.
1: Yes, and I'm truly honored to have been invited by you to be a part of this. Yeah, uh, You've done such an amazing, amazing work at, at getting this podcast uh, up and running to the way that you have, the foundation that you've laid. It was Honestly, it was a real easy decision to say, "Absolutely, I would love to be part of this." So
0: awesome. Yeah. Well, it's it's been a very special uh, getting to have you on, and this is just the beginning mm-hmm. of where we're headed. Yeah. At first, I thought about looking back when I when I looked at the first episode mm-hmm. that came out was in April, twenty twenty. Okay. And at that time, for me, I was teaching Modern Hebrew full time, mm-hmm. having a blast doing that. At university still am, and uh, I was in the middle of my master's degree, mm. and. At that point, I already knew original languages matter, Mm -hmm. especially Hebrew, so Mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the number of things I learned, insights of the Bible from original languages was really great. And during my master's degree though, I learned about other dimensions to the Hebrew Bible that add uh, more layers of meaning for how we interpret things. And you're largely responsible for that. I was
1: gonna say, wherever did you get those
0: ideas? I know. (laughs) Don't worry, I am gonna cite my source right here. I'm citing (laughs) the person, here he is. And learning about the ancient Near East, Yeah. learning about not just the original language, but Mm -hmm. learning about the history, the culture, the events, and this is a wonderful world. It is. So really, in this episode, I just wanted everyone, I thought, a couple things. First is just, to make sure they know the team's growing, Mm -hmm. you're in this, and Mm -hmm. for us to get to talk about ourselves in a more personal way, and then to talk about the vision, about where we're going, where we're headed. There's not any drastic change in terms of the heart, but it's always fun to now be able to catch up a couple years later, Mm -hmm. here's where we're at, and we got some big ideas. So I wonder if just, although you've been in some episodes in the past, I wonder if you just want to talk a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. For well, people. Well, yeah, I mean, as you know, I was
1: a student here at Old Roberts University. in my undergraduate year, studied modern Hebrew with Morah, whom we yeah. uh, uh, share uh, in that. And uh, her influence and some influence from, from some others through modern Hebrew really really opened the door uh, mm-hmm. to wanting to become uh, a real student of the Hebrew scriptures. Uh, and, and so I did, and eventually ended up at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem where I did my graduate degree. And it was there that I just fell in love with the study of the Hebrew Bible and the ancient Near East. Yep. So the peoples and the cultures and the languages and the in the history uh, in and around uh, ancient Israel. That just became, you know, I, I got lost. I got trapped back there in, the, yeah. in that place, you know. So... Um, And then getting to go do my Ph.D. work uh, in Aberdeen under a wonderful, wonderful scholar, uh, Professor lena Sophia Tiamayr, who had completed her first two two degrees at the Hebrew University uh, and then her Ph.D. uh, at Oxford. Uh, So to get to work with her in that methodology was just amazing. And so um, that's just sort of my academic journey, but, uh, you know, on the personal level, I'm uh, having a wonderful time raising my two sons, Ezra yeah. and Boaz. Wonderful Hebrew yes, names, wonderful by the name. Yes, wonderful name. Ezra from possibly Azariah or something like that. You know, the Lord has helped. Yeah. Um, uh, he's my oldest at three and a half, and then Boaz is just a little uh, over nine months. And so wow. my wife and I, uh, my wife who teaches here as well, yeah. you know, in counseling uh, in the graduate department theology. Uh, so we're just having a blast. Yeah, uh, you guys are a point. true
0: power couple. I mean, your wife guest spoke in one of my classes. <laughs> oh yeah, she
1: she really loved that.
0: It, the way really she blends that, so. theology and counseling is. just Oh yeah, she's amazing, amazing
1: and her work is amazing, and she's yeah. uh, she's such a very she's a very good detailed scholar. I mean, just amazing what she does. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, I for me, I think we have an interesting overlap, as you alluded to. We both studied under the same modern Hebrew teacher. Yeah. And although you did much longer than I mean, me, we both studied at Hebrew University of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, there's still differences though, where for you, you, you know, you've you gone all the way to the PhD level, the right. highest levels you can, mm-hmm. and the ancient Near East expertise. And it's gonna be fun to see how we get to bring to the table our different backgrounds and experiences yeah. to create great value for people. Yeah. And one thing I know we're both passionate about is, you know, I've gotten a master's degree, you have a PhD. We've done the whole academic realm. We both also have church experience. Yeah where my yep. previous career was working as a pastor mm-hmm. and um, I didn't even envision myself going into the academic realm. Yeah. I always enjoyed yeah. learning. Yeah. Didn't really, I didn't think that that was necessarily maybe gonna happen, but uh, I loved doing that mm-hmm. and it was great. And so anyway, working at a church was fantastic. I was a communication major. And okay. so my background was, I thought about how to present things really well. Mm-hmm. And I just enjoyed all kinds of content. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't know what content specifically do I want to communicate well. Yeah. I found yeah. myself working at a church and helping create curriculum, Love doing it. communicator coach stuff. And it was it was a blast. Yeah. But uh, learning the Hebrew language, I realized I want to dig deep into yeah. the Old Testament. Yeah. And the master's degree is what sealed it for me, <laughs> is there are too many ideas. <laughs> yeah. And here's what I think about, is I've yeah. been around a lot of people yeah. that care about the Bible. They mm-hmm. care about uh, their relationship with God, living faithfully, yeah. and they want to know more. Mm. and for some people they've grown up in a church where they have wonderful teachers mm. or maybe people who are listening they are that great teacher for people yeah but what I've learned is that there are there are there's so much depth when it comes to the Hebrew Bible mm. and frankly I think some of us we end up avoiding a lot of the Old Testament, because it's just, it feels complicated. Yeah, I mean, even it pastors. complicated,
1: yeah. Right. Oh, it is? Yeah, huh? exactly. No, you're right. It feels complicated, it is. So.
0: And so whether it was me yeah. growing up as a Christian myself, or when I was on teams trying to create curriculum around content, mm. we know the Bible matters, we know mm-hmm. all the Bible matters, mm-hmm. but we end up having to avoid a lot, because yeah. how do we deal with this? And I think what people will find is, is when we approach the Hebrew Bible, mm from the an, from a perspective that we're approaching it from the ancient near east context yeah. in the original languages right. stories that were at one point confusing yeah. or boring yeah. are now engaging Correct. and they make sense i wonder yeah. if you can just speak to a little well, bit you, of this
1: sure s- certainly you know and and i think i think for any of us who ended up in scholarship like for example hebrew bible ancient near eastern scholarship myself where i could think of professor lana sophia thamar my doctor Muthur at uh, at aberdeen she um, you know she ended up in israel doing some things at, at a very young age and then was interested in the bible so she started studying the bible and and ended up becoming a professor of it right i think that's the same for me too as a young as a young man as a young christian i was very very concerned about interpret uh, reading and interpreting scripture yeah. and the, the 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 more that you dig and the more that you uh, try to learn the text it just naturally leads i think into Sort of this realm, yep. um, and 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 so I think for my journey, I know for yours, at the very heart of it is I want to be a faithful reader of the text, yeah, and, and that and that is why we end up where we end up, yeah. Uh, ultimately, I think not not everyone, but but certainly in our in our case and and in our stories, that just um, is is the case. And two, it's just so interesting, right? I Right. Mean, uh, it's just such an interesting uh, body of literature and and of text that uh, you just can't get around it. So that that's um, that's, that's one thing, uh, that I would say to that. So taking it to the second level, then, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have to bring in, I I think I did it on one of our previous episodes, but professor John Walton, and he always says the Bible, uh, was not written to us, though it was written for us, the Bible was written to another people Mm -hmm. in another time, in another place and in another culture. Yeah. And it, we, it must behoove us to study the text uh, and the ancient people so that we can know the message that is coming through. Yeah. And without that study, you can't know it. And what's great it, with your foundation is that anyone who is a Hebrew Bible, ancient or Eastern scholar, knows that at the, very, at the very heart of just translation, you're already making interpretive decisions. Right. And this is, this is vitally important to know. We can't know that Barashit Barah Elohim at the Shemaim v'et the Aritz is in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth or is it when God began to create the heavens and the earth? Like There are many layers yep. of meaning in those words and we have to know what they mean in an ancient context yep. if we're going to faithfully translate scripture for the body of Christ uh, and for anyone interested in reading the text. So,
0: yep. yeah. And anyone listening to this is someone who is engaged. They are interested. Exactly, right, yeah. So I think first what I would say is anyone listening should know that, um, hey, you are clearly showing initiative Mm. to dig deeper in the text. And I know we have a wide range of people who maybe are just getting into the Bible or maybe they grew from a tradition that was perhaps extreme. Yeah. in how they approach the Bible. Or there are people here who are, they're veterans, and they know about healthy mm. exegesis, but they want to go to the next level. Mm. And I want that anyone on that spectrum feels welcome here yeah. into this conversation. Yes,
1: exactly. Right.
0: And and know that we're going to share things in such mm. a way where anyone on that spectrum mm. will be able to learn mm-hmm. and feel challenged to go to the next level.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So for some people, I hope we inspire more people and uh, this generation Mm. to dig deeper Mm. into the ancient Near East Mm. and into languages. Mm. We've talked about this before, how unfortunately at the seminary level, a lot of language programs are being cut.
1: Yeah. Even, even, even the ancient Near Eastern context and, and understanding the ancient world, uh, in a way that, uh, uh, actually brings formation and impact. I really, I really loved, uh, Dr. Catherine McDowell, yes. uh, who you had on in, in the previous episode, what she talked about with formation, with the languages, but you could also hear her interest in the study of the Hebrew Scriptures, yeah. how that really had a had a deep impact upon her. Uh, yes, in the, the 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 study of the ancient world, it 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 does something to us. I think it, I think it was N.T. Wright who always said that uh, what you believe about the past affects how you behave in the present. Right. Absolutely. It, there's a lot of truth to this, and. Um, what I what, what 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 really strikes me especially is that when it comes to the ancient world, is when you get into the study of it, you 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 realize quickly that uh, these peoples are anything but primitive. Yeah, you know, uh, it's a very complex traditions that are coming through, yeah. whether it be the sacrificial cults from an earlier time period, the wisdom traditions, mm-hmm. uh, especially from the from the ancient world. And I don't think we. We tend to we tend to assume that ancient civilization really be, begins with the Greeks and, and the Romans, right? For the Hellenistic period <laughs> yeah. onwards. And
0: Western civilization, w- of Yes,
1: right. And the truth is that Western civilization actually goes back to the dawn of writing and and in that particular era of the ancient Near East. And it has a it has a, a um, extreme it has had an extreme impact upon the Western world. And um, and especially through the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Testament. So,
0: In fact, this ancient nearest world is so big, I don't fear us running out of content. No,
1: <laughs> no you won't, right? You There's know? just always more to discover and more to enjoy from it. Because so. for
0: some podcasts, uh, just do the nature of the content. Hey, we're going to do a great season or two, mm-hmm. deliver the story, deliver the content, and then move on to a new idea. That's great. But we can go on for as long as we want. Yeah. There's so much here. Yeah. I wanted to circle back something you said about Catherine McDow- McDowell yeah. mentioned how transformative yeah. this is. And uh, that's huge for me because mm. that's, that's where my personal story began with all of this. Yeah. So, yes, I was interested in Hebrew. I thought root words are so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Israel's amazing. Learning about Jewish culture, meeting people. And then when it went to the biblical realm for me, I just I nerded out about it. But what has kept me in this is not just this is interesting, yeah. but this is meaningful. Yeah. And this is meaningful in a very deeply spiritual way. Yeah. And I found for myself that there are things that I understand about God that have changed the way mm. that I view Him, that I view the world, that I view people, how I live, yeah. how I act, that's led me to deeper, greater devotion to Him. Yeah, And that's something that I think people will walk away. Yeah,
1: that's so good yeah. from
0: from our conversations. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and I think that that's it's it's important to talk that way. I think there's a there's this understanding that maybe scholars aren't that way, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in any sense of the word. But the truth is, it's that's just not the case. I mean, some of the uh, some of the most uh, impactful maybe teachings or sermons I've had or have heard have been uh, maybe in the classroom or um, or from a very learned sermon of, of sorts. I mean, it 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 is. Important that we emphasize that formation is part of this. Moraw yeah. you know, used to say, uh, and I'll never forget it. Uh, she, uh, it has stuck with me all these years. She said, "You know, every great revival in the history of the church always began with a return to the study of the languages." Mm. And I, hmm. I, that, that's true in my life, and I think it's true in in, uh, in very much of Christian history. If you just look at it, that this is the case. And I believe, word a moment, you know, Professor Brent Strawn. I think I talked about this in a previous one, but we may have to have him on, actually. Okay. We'll, have to, we'll have to put that down as a name, yeah, and we I'll can give up. him an invitation. Uh, uh, his book, uh, The Old Testament, is Dying. Hmm. And in that book, again, he likens it unto a language that really the, uh, the language of the Old Testament as, a, as, a, as something that is known in the Western world, even in the Western church, has just it, it has died. And, and his argument and his thesis is that the Old Testament has died. The New Testament isn't far behind Mm. And um, be, as, as we all know that d- Jesus and the disciples there, their Bible was the Hebrew scriptures, right? So yep. so this is very important, I think for our own time to bring the content of the Hebrew scriptures and the ancient Near East uh, to to a wider audience uh, yep. to have a place where we can say, though this is what we're going to discuss yep. uh, really only. I mean we'll have other ways in which we probably go down rabbit mm-hmm. rabbit trails and rabbit holes that we, uh, that we, uh, that we haven't planned on. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. we're always going to come back to the main focus of, of, I think, this podcast. Yes. Hebrew Bible, yes. Ancient Near Eastern Context, yeah. So. Yep,
0: because there's, there's enough content to go in there. There's That's enough right. need. And it's not that we're, of course, for the New Testament and <laughs> right, New Testament, the yes. church. But yeah, <laughs> this is our niche. And mm-hmm. we're going to unapologetically primarily focus on that mm-hmm. and help the church really get a grasp for making sense of the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament. Yeah. So we'll stop running away from it, being confused by mm-hmm. it. And one conversation at a time, adding another piece to this puzzle, mm-hmm. where we'll walk away realizing there is there is a picture here that makes sense. And yes, this does point to Jesus. Yes, this does mm-hmm. edify the church. But the counterintuitive path we have to take mm-hmm. is we have to pause before we get This might sound so sacrilegious to say, (laughs) but just to pause a moment on the Jesus church part, just a moment Mm. and imagine you are a a Jew living in the Persian empire Mm. or you're a Hebrew exile in the Babylonian uh, exile or whatever and you're reflecting on your story. You're living in that moment. Mm -hmm. You're in Israel as a kingdom. And when we first approach the story from that historical place, context and perspective that the most intuitive common sense meaning is what we'll end up finding and mm-hmm. that leads to Jesus and the church yeah. better yeah. than trying to approach a text without that context and yeah. forcing meaning trying to make sure something makes sense
1: yeah that's great I mean because yeah. let's think like Leviticus nineteen eighteen, for example I mean these are some uh uh middle bronze age priests writing down in a text that you should love your neighbors yourself you know mm-hmm. so Look, the Bronze Age religion is important. The Bronze Age uh, wisdom tradition there in that particular text, for example, is extremely important. Yeah. And if Jesus is going to emphasize it, he's doing it uh, you know, from that particular contextual moment. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think at this point what I want to do is uh, whenever I was having you write your bio, for our website, mm-hmm. you, again, you're a brilliant writer. You, you wrote a sentence that perfectly encapsulates what generally takes me like one to two paragraphs to tell <laughs> people. And this is what I wanna read, because I think this does a great job of saying what our vision is. You know, we have the tagline, making sense of the Hebrew Bible, right? There's that tagline or, yeah. you know, adding value to you and those you influence, like that. You know, that's a way of looking at what we do. But if we wanna get more nitty gritty details, like what do we mean by that? Mm-hmm. Here's what we'd say is that we are engaging in the study of the Hebrew Bible in its ancient Near Eastern context and original languages to promote good and reasonable interpretation of Scripture so that the church might live more faithfully in the present. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all those core components, that's what we're going for. Yeah, And with every podcast we do, with every video that we do, is trying to help people, as many as we can, to uh, get this out to people mm-hmm. as we interview great scholars, mm-hmm. as we have conversations, mm-hmm. and that people of all different kinds of backgrounds and education levels can receive this. Because mm-hmm. I'm well aware, many people listening to this may not have or may never will get that formal education.
1: Of, of course. Yeah. And that's fine.
0: Yeah. And, but here's a place you can come yeah. to, mm-hmm. you can trust, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do the best we can. Yeah. We're not perfect, we're gonna do the best we can to yeah. present content that you can take into uh, your church yeah. into your personal life yeah. deliver in an accessible way mm-hmm. that makes sense that's engaging mm-hmm. and we're going to have a lot of fun because let's yeah. be honest it we really just love talking fun. about well, this of stuff course, right? it's going to yes, be great it's
1: what we do so it will be fun and you know, before Haley and I, my wife, we moved to Scotland, we uh, worked for a Presbyterian church in Littleton, Colorado, mm-hmm. as Christian education director. So we did a lot of youth, uh, yep. preached, and uh, all sorts of things in the church, Christian education. Uh, I would lead Sunday schools, build a Sunday school curriculum for the adults. And just be honest, I absolutely loved it. Like, what mm-hmm. what 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 we get as, as scholars from seminaries, from some of the best institutions at uh, at the academic level in the world, uh, in their divinity departments or or Hebrew Bible or whatever, ancient Near Eastern departments. What what we pay and and go through in in, in being educated in that, we can offer to the church freely, and we should, right? And and I think we're at a moment in history, especially with technology and media, where uh, uh, we we can do this so easily Mm -hmm. now that you don't uh, have to go through that formal education. And indeed, as we've talked, even the sources are available. We're going to go through books. We're going to tell you what you can buy uh, as we bring scholars on uh, to really highlight their careers and their work. I mean, this is going to be sort of, uh, we hope it'll be a sort of one-stop shop. I'm
0: glad you touched on this because the other pillar of what we do is not just our content, Mm. but we want to get other great scholars. Oh, yes. We've already done this, but Mm -hmm. we're going to continue to bring more Excellent scholars for interviews, yeah. talk about the books they're doing, or mm-hmm. talk about the programs where they're at, or just for them to share content they're creating because Here Bible Insights ultimately, we want it to be a place. This is a platform for the greatest thinkers and teachers yeah. about the Hebrew Bible to expand their audience and yeah. their reach. Because yeah. the people who have the most holistic, excellent approaches to the Hebrew Bible, who are doing great work, mm. they should get connected to more people. That's right and (laughs) it's it's how connections work right you don't know someone until you know them that's right and once you know them it changes your life forever Mm. and i can look back at my life uh personally and professionally at the people i meet and once i meet them it changed everything and i never know which interview will be a life-changing interview for one of the people listening Mm. when they see someone and say so someone can be a biblical scholar like that yeah someone I feel they're like me. Mm. I could do that too. Mm. Or they word something in such a precise moving way mm. that it makes them think, yes, I'm on board. I wanna take my next step of devotion and dedication yeah. to God and to living life through and from scripture. And who knows? And so we're gonna to continue to bring scholars in and you have so many connections. It's, it's, <laughs> it's amazing how many connections you have. It's gonna be great. Yeah. We'll have fun bringing in people and, and sharing with people. Uh, any of the thoughts you have in general about where we're going? I'll just to, say I'm,
1: I'm really excited. I mean, yeah. I really am excited about uh, about this podcast, mm-hmm. about where we can take it, and uh, and and like you were saying on this last point, I'm very excited about bringing in some of uh, some of the most learned and brilliant scholars in this field, so that we can bring their ideas um, uh, really to such a wide audience yep. and, and make it accessible. Uh, that, that that what we read in a very Technical, hard to read journal article. But we can bring. You you can come on here and you can you can share about these ideas. And and I'm just really excited about that. So.
0: Well, I guess then speaking of accessibility, Mm -hmm. the last thing to talk about is we want to make sure that people could find this anywhere. Yeah. And so we've decided to expand where we're posting this stuff. Mm -hmm. You can already find us on the popular podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube now. Yeah. So that way, people who prefer that can do that, watch video content, that's great. and uh, social media. Mm. We're gonna get more active on social media. That's right. And it's not my my normal forte, but it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, Love either. it, right? <laughs> just getting on social media for short form content, yeah. and also website. We have a website now that can yes, be a good exciting. landing yeah. page. That way you can just see a little bit more about us, mm-hmm. and that can be an easy share for someone mm-hmm. uh, that links to everything right. where we go. Yeah. So we're expanding, uh, we're growing, we have a great team, and actually it would be great to talk about too is Edwin. Oh yes. So Edwin right now, he's on the other side of that camera <laughs> and he's been fantastic addition. He's joined yeah. our team and I'm so thankful to have him uh, doing the media stuff for us, making this vision a reality because we want this content not just to be accessible everywhere but to be pleasant to receive. That's right. We yeah. don't want to be in some dark room and mm-hmm. you know terrible lighting and bad audio and not <laughs> knowing what we're doing. You know, I, Look, I've tried to do the best I can so far, but it's yeah. nice to have Edwin on the Absolutely. team making this happen yeah. too. He's yeah. a lot of creative energy and um, a very responsible, intentional yeah. person. I'm excited to get to work with him yes, as well. Yes, I am
1: too. It's gonna be great. So.
0: So, all right, well, I'm excited and let's go hear Bible insights. Let's go, yep. let's go get the get let's the word out and yep. uh, excited for our next episodes.
1: Yep. Looking forward to it.